back here on Sid and Friends in the Morning on this beautiful Wednesday, January the 4th of 2023 up after me every morning well this guy does a tremendous job 10 a.m every weekday on wabc also catch him fox and friends every weekday morning and of course his own great show which i've been on a bunch of times i love it one nation on fox news he's the very talented brian kilmeade brian happy new year buddy welcome back uh, great to have me on. I'm, I'm thrilled to be on, uh, Sid. I heard your big interview yesterday with the mayor. He starts the new year right, going on the number one show uh, in New York City to give his side of the story with his new buddy. I mean, Sid, do you have room for other friends at this point? <laughs> you know, or, if, or is it every day before you even answer your other friends, it's check your phone, see if you got a text from the mayor, and see if he wants to hang out. It's funny because you that say means, that. Even it, though you're a morning show guy, you got to put on the suit and you got to go out with the mayor who loves to, I guess, wine and dine. Well, it's funny you say that because later on tonight, I'm not even kidding, uh, me and my beautiful wife, Danielle, we are meeting the mayor on 34th Street and 8th Avenue and handing out food to the homeless. Mayor Adams and Sid Rosenberg together tonight handing out food to the homeless. So right if you make that comment, I am hanging out with the mayor tonight. But what's funny is I take a lot of flack from the ABC audience. You know, it's a conservative audience. They don't like Democrats. They don't, they don't really like Eric Adams, to be honest. And every time I bring this guy on, I end up in the New York Post, CBS News, Fox News, because when the mayor speaks... That's big news. And that's what these morons don't understand is I'm not going to give up the opportunity to speak to the guy that runs this city when, in fact, he makes bold statements like he did yesterday. You get that, right? Sid, you absolutely your job is to get all sides, not people that agree with you. Plus, he's replacing Mayor de Blasio. He is already, I think, 85% better than what we had for eight years. And your job is is not to have people say things that the audience agrees with. It's to find out what the man or woman in charge is doing, whether it's the governor or mayor, and then in a polite, respectful way for people who have respect for the position, which you and I both do. I don't care who serves in it. It's a, it's a rich history in America's past, New York City, the most valuable city in the world. It's, it's uh, law. Your job is to expose what's happening. And you know what? He obviously respects your opinion. And you could have a say in how this city runs. You also have your ear to the ground about what is bothering people about how it's not running or how much better it could be. With that said, thank you very much for that, Brian. What did you think about his comments yesterday about the migrants and mentioning a city like Denver, Colorado? Well, it's a it's a Democratic mayor, Jared Polis, and people say that if Biden doesn't run, Polis might because he seems to be somewhat moderate. I don't go into Colorado politics specifically, but what now what they're saying is when Texas sends the illegal immigrants to Colorado, they say, yeah, this is just a stop point. Then we're going to send them to the city. They don't want to stay here. Really? You got this big, empty state. Scenic, they could, I don't know, work the ski resorts. Uh, they could go into town and uh, maybe get a job. What's wrong with their homeless shelters? Why can't they feel the pinch that we are feeling in New York? So if they're going to bust this Democratic governor, will, and by the way, El Paso, a Democratic mayor, will bust to Colorado and then come to New York, who say, according to your mayor, our mayor, 30,000 illegals are here. Now, if the mayor is bold enough to take on the bail reform, which he is, why not take on the sanctions? sanctuary city status and say, listen, I understand you got a big heart, but it's not in the best interest of the people you serve to be a magnet to illegal immigrants and stop cops from cracking down on illegals in our midst. If you are giving 60% of your, look at your paycheck, Sid, 60% of your money goes to state, city, and federal taxes, 60%. 
wouldn't you feel better knowing it was going to the people of New York, the sure. children of New York, the teachers, the um, the infrastructure here? You can't just support all these other country citizens who decide America is better than their country. So I think if the mayor really wants to show a lot of courage, I think he says, I'm, I got to challenge the sanctuary status. It's not in the best interest to put me in office. This is Brian Kilmeade, 10 a.m. every weekday morning, right after me here on WABC, Fox and Friends and One Nation on Fox News. Uh, Brian, let's move from a local scene to a national scene, this Kevin McCarthy mess. Another vote yesterday. Kevin, no closer to getting that speaker position. Your thoughts? I think the Republicans are doing a very, very bad job here. Your thoughts on Kevin McCarthy? You know, I watched Tucker last night say it's democracy in action. You know, uh, yeah, a little bit. That's just not the way it's done. Not when your own team. I mean, can you imagine finding out at the end of preseason, uh, there's a big fight in the jet locker room over the who's going to be the captain. Really? I thought you're supposed to be playing the Dolphins and Patriots. <laughs> you're not supposed to be fighting over who's the captain of the Jets. So the question is, how could you be having this this family fight in public how could you have not have worked this out in the past and my other challenge is i don't see the problem i'm looking at these people who are challenging mccarthy it's like well we don't like the establishment things got to change well in what way well we want to get all freedom caucus members and key positions in uh, committees really why because you're holding out are you more important than moderates or extreme conservatives i don't know jim jordan seems to get along you know marjorie taylor green seems to be okay but lauren burbert and matt morbert and matt gates have to get what they want so to me it is childish nobody's talking about us what about what we want well chip roy weighs in and says hey you know what there's been too much spending and he's been part of leadership he's had no power He's whipping lead, He's whipping votes for Paul Ryan. He's in the minority. He's outgunned by Nancy Pelosi, who keeps a caucus in order. How are you blaming him for $30 trillion in debt? Would you talk to him about it, the support you need for, okay, if you raise the debt ceiling, we want to have the ability to have a five point, at a five point with a five vote margin, be able to oust you, like they did with Boehner. You know what, know what uh, McCarthy said? Okay, you got it. Right. You know what right. they said? Okay, we got something else to ask for. Really? You're not asking this of Hakeem Jeffries. You're asking this of your own of your own guy. Right. Kevin right. McCarthy. Hey, and McCarthy did a bad move, Sid. Before the before this whole meeting, before the first vote, he starts yelling at people saying I'm not giving in anymore. Vote for me, I deserve it. Not the best tactic. No, it's not. Very uh, Donald Trumpish, if you will. And quickly, with uh, two more stories to get to, talking about President Trump. He had a brutal month, brutal, starting with allowing Kanye, forget about the other guy, Kanye, to come to his dinner table at Mar-a-Lago and ending with that ridiculous trading card exposition. But he's been very quiet over the last couple of weeks, Christmas and New Year's. And that's a good thing, I think, for Donald Trump. Hopefully he shuts up more and starts to really focus on 2024, which, by the way, Brian Kilmeade is only 22 months away. Yeah, I mean... uh we watched DeSantis give this really good speech yesterday and hit all the hot issues that really Donald Trump laid out. As Michael Goodwin said on the show yesterday, everything that Donald Trump has laid out is the agenda of the Republican Party. They just don't seem to want Trump to give it. And I thought Trump made out some good point over the weekend. He said when, when, the, when, the, uh, when the dog caught the car, or I think that's the way the phrase goes, and it was Roe v. Wade is overturned, the Republicans had no message. They just avoided it. That is why they did not have the red wave. He said, don't blame me. It is a good point. 
because and he says it went by coming out and saying no exceptions you turned off a whole constituency and a huge gender uh, more than anyone thought don't blame me but even if you don't like dr oz you thought herschel walker was bad and mastriano was a joke i don't care what you think that is a good point but what I have not seen from Donald Trump is any type of overtures to win over suburban women, any type of overtures to win over independence, uh, any type of overtures to show how you can expand the base. That's why all eyes are on DeSantis, and I think a lot of money's flowing his way. He's taking out Facebook ads for a national audience. I thought that speech was directed at a national audience yesterday. I also think Yunkin's getting uh, primed up. I got a, a big uh, bunch of emails from Pompeo. So I think this is going to be great for us. Uh, nationally, you know, and keep an eye on your guy. If Mayor Adams starts making progress, gets a hold, uh, gets a hold of crime in New York City and decides he wants to go, I think the Biden machine would support him if Biden doesn't go forward. And I think there's about an 80 percent chance he does. But if not, I look for the mayor Suarez of Miami, who you know, yep. and I look for the mayor who you also know in New York City to really consider it if these openings happen. 60 seconds to go. You and I are big uh, sports guys, almost worked together doing sports back in 1997. Everybody knows that story. Uh, this injury to DeMar Hamlin, terrifying Bills and Bengals Monday night. We've covered it now for the better part of a day plus. Skip Bayless, a guy I know very, very well, who works alongside Shannon Sharp on Fox. He does that silly back-and-forth show like Stephen A. Smith did for many years with Max Kellerman. He comes out and says, hey, listen, sorry about the guy, but we got to play the game. you got to play the game. It's an important game. And he is getting killed by everybody. Now, I said the same thing. Look, this is an important game, but you cannot play that game Tonight, that's a difference from what I said and Skip Bayless said. Bayless sounded really insensitive, but he's getting killed. You think what he said is worthy of all that criticism? He apologized, too, so obviously it's true. And the thing is, as you know, we can't even say this thing's in our rearview mirror as he looks to recover. He's only got 50% of his lung capacity back. He's still in basically an induced coma, according to the family. So he's still holding on in critical condition, and the doctors tell uh, us— you know, that, that the longer he's in this, uh, when they try to pull him out, if he doesn't pull out quick, that means there's significant damage done. And the fact is, it came in light that he stopped breathing again or went into cardiac arrest again as he got to the hospital. So it's real serious. So for him to come out and act like it's just another episode of his show is crazy. But what he's going on, and he has more experience than I ever will, what he's going on, uh, Sid, is that in the past when people have these, the Daryl Stingleys of the world, the Mike Utleys of the world, when they have these horrific injuries, they continue to play or they go back and finish it. And he just thought that there was going to be something like that. And then when it came realized that this is no, this is something we have not seen before, he walked it back. I, I mean, I have tr- I know he's always looking for the third rail because he's, there's no bad publicity, but in this case, there's bad publicity. <laughs> yeah, so awful. <laughs> I think he made a bad, big mistake. Agreed. Hey, listen, you were a major part of the late success I had in 2022. I look for big things from you, Brian Kilmeade, on this show in 2023. So happy new year. Continued success at WABC and Fox News. You're the man. Thank you so much. And it's great what you're doing with the mayor today. Uh, hopefully you're going to roll at least some iPhone video so we can roll it. <laughs> 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 
Thanks so much, Sid. <laughs> All right, BK. Take care. There he is, folks. Does a great job after me every weekday morning here on Talk Radio 77, WABC at 10. One of the stars on Fox and Friends and his own show. What a great show. One Nation, Saturday nights on Fox News. He is Brian Kilmeade. Short break, lots more to do, including Congressman Peter King and former giant great now NFL Today star Bill Sims. All that on this Wednesday edition of Sid and Friends in the Morning, only right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.